Hey friend, it's Amira. Welcome to the A Full Life podcast, episode one. So this one is going to be the anchor of our podcast because it is our debt-free story. So I get a lot of questions about what our story is, uh, how did we become debt-free and get rid of $36,000 of debt in less than two years. I've talked about it on TV shows. I've done a few videos, live streams about it as well. But I've actually never sat down to write about it on our blog, fourhatsandfrugal.com. So I figured if you're new to who I am and you're new to our family story, this is probably the best way to share it with you and to start off this podcast. So let's get going. I'm going to hop right into it and take you right back to the moment that I realized we were in a lot of trouble. And it was two days after Christmas. Our firstborn was only a few months old. He was born in July. That was his very first Christmas. We had traveled to Ohio to spend Christmas with my husband's family. He is from Ohio. So we traveled to Ohio for Christmas every year, ever since we started to date and became engaged and then obviously got married and had our firstborn. uh, Traveling there was just part of our repertoire. So we had been back. I was on my way to work. uh, Actually, I was on my way to take my son to daycare and then head to work looking for my car and I go outside and the car is nowhere to be seen. I look again and I'm thinking, okay, maybe I parked it someplace different and I'm not sure why I can't find my car. Then I go into a panic because not only am I gonna be late for work, which I had to work, my husband worked and I worked. Uh, I worked 60 hours a week at that time. Um, And we needed to work in order to pay bills and take care of our son and all of that fun stuff. So. I had to call in work and tell them I was going to be late. I, of course, had to call the police. So I called the police to let them know that my car was missing. It was obviously stolen through the night. Um, Is there any way you can send someone here, start a search for it, all of that fun stuff. So they took down all my information, my license plate number, everything. And then they said that they would call me back and they would get a officer to um, come over if you know that that was needed that was obviously a next step if they had found the car or something had happened they would immediately call me back to let me know turns out you guys may have guessed what was happening here uh my car was repossessed yes i had a car i'd been paying on that car since i was 19 at the time that it was taken i was 24 yes my son was just born so i was 24 So I've been paying on that car since I was 19. But as you can probably tell, I hadn't been paying on that car. I've been working 60 hours a week. My husband also has been working 60 hours a week. We have a son in daycare. We have bills to pay. Yet for some reason, we weren't paying this bill. And that some reason was we were not in the right mindset. We would spend money on things that we shouldn't have been spending money on, but not paying on the things that we should have been paying on. 
So obviously I was embarrassed. Not only was I embarrassed, I found myself hysterically crying, having to figure out how I was going to tell my husband that my car is gone, that it's been repossessed. Because if you maybe haven't guessed, I was also in charge of paying all the bills. And then on top of that, a light bulb went off in my brain. And I said, how is this even possible? I know how much money comes into the house. I'm the one that pays the bills. How is this possible that not only have we not been paying this bill on a car that we desperately needed because I needed it to get to work and get our son to daycare or I thought we needed at the time. But on top of that, there are other debts that we have. And I couldn't even answer myself when I asked myself, well, how much debt do we actually have? So that day, after calling my husband and telling him what happened, and getting that phone call from the police department informing me that, no, ma'am, your car was not stolen. It was actually repossessed for non-payment. I made myself sit down and go through all of the debt that we had to pay. So that's where the $36,000 came from. Me sitting down that day, adding up everything and realizing that this could have been avoided. That we were making so much money that we shouldn't have any debt. But like regular Americans, we just went through the motions of paying a bill, you paid a bill when it came in, or hey, if that money's gone, then I guess we'll pay it next month. And then, okay, the money's gone again, we'll pay it next month. We were in that cycle, which is why when I talk to women who finally admit that they have also been in that type of cycle and they don't know how to get out of it, I just, I feel for them because that was me. And then I tell them this story. I tell them, I sat down and added everything up. I cried hysterically because I knew it was my fault or I put it on myself. I can't say I knew it was my fault, but I did put that on myself because most of the debt was my debt. Student loan debt, credit cards, multiple credit cards, um, a a car payment, which my husband did not have one. He came from a household where they paid outright for cars or you didn't get a car. Um, so a lot of the debt was quote unquote my debt, but as a married woman, we decided that the debt was then our debt, but we didn't take care of it. So I got angry. (laughs) My husband came home. I, you know, told him everything that I had discovered and he said, okay, so what are we going to do? Because he's very pragmatic. He's not as emotional as I am. Um, But there still was an emotion behind it because we had gotten ourselves to this space somehow. And through that, it was spending money on things we didn't need, buying things every weekend at the mall, getting stuff for our baby that we really didn't need to get, spending a ton of money on daycare, um, which, you know, I'll talk about that on another episode to kind of give my thoughts on all of that and how we managed to lower that bill and just being completely irresponsible you guys completely irresponsible and you know we were in our early 20s so I could easily use that excuse if I wanted to 
we were young parents. I could easily use that excuse if I wanted to. But really, we were being pretty stupid. And when we had that conversation, when he came home, of course, oh, by the way, you guys, I totally had to call out of work. If you didn't guess that girl, I was so mad because, you know, if you call out of work, that's less money you're going to get on your your check. And at that moment, I realized I need that money. So I had to call out of work. I told them, um, you know, I didn't have transportation and they were very understanding. I was working with um, a business where it was family owned. So they they were understanding about that. I didn't I was so embarrassed. There was no way I was going to tell them my car was repossessed. No way I was telling them that. But I had to call out of work. My husband had to come home early from work, which, again, less money on those paychecks. And we had to take a stand and we took a stand that night and we decided okay this has to go so we did the most irresponsible plan to date on getting rid of debt and that's something that we're going to discuss here on the podcast as well because I'm I have learned a lot from getting rid of debt irresponsibly and responsibly. So when I tell people that I got rid of $36,000 of debt in less than two years, I get the look of, oh my gosh, you're so amazing when I want to tell them and I do. And I say, no, I'm not. We did it in the worst way possible. It caused strife in our marriage. um, And we felt so deprived in the way that we did it. And what I do now when I, you know, talk to a girlfriend or I write on the blog is I tell you how to do it without feeling deprived, how to do it and still make sure that you're having fun in life because you don't want to do it the way that we did. You don't want things to be in jeopardy. You don't want, you don't want to put any relationships in jeopardy. Um, and that's exactly what we did. So that's our debt-free story. I know it's not as romantic as many of the other ones you've probably heard. And yes, we got rid of that debt. We scorched earth to get rid of it. We stopped doing pretty much anything. We didn't eat out anymore. We didn't go shopping at the the mall. Um, I, I had to learn how to properly cook, which I didn't know at the time. I was still a new wife and a new mom. And I was new to cooking for a family. And now, now, you know, 14 years later of being a wife, I, I've written cookbooks, I've made recipes for big brands, I have many uh, recipes on my blog that are amazing. But just remember, I come from a time where I didn't know how to cook y'all. But I had to learn I had to learn because cooking at home saved money. I had to learn how to coupon because couponing bought more food into the house, you know, feeding a corn-fed Ohio-born husband and a growing boy. I had to learn how to make a lot of food on less money. So I did learn how to coupon. I don't do that anymore. More on that in an upcoming episode. And I had to be a miser, which was, I was miserable. Did you ever notice that the beginning of the word miserable is miser? Hmm. Yeah. Anywho, that was not fun. So I want to share all those secrets with y'all. Like you guys are, you're my girlfriends. I'm going to share these things with you. We're going to have a conversation here on this podcast. And this is going to be a podcast that's a little different. Of course, you know, there'll be teaching lessons, but I kind of just want to, I want to share stories with you. And I want to talk about things that you all want to talk about. And I wanted you to know that you have a girlfriend out there to talk to about things like this when it comes to 
being a mom and being fashionable on a very tight budget, how to actually create a budget if you don't do it already, how to learn how to cook, (laughs) how to have fun with your kids. Like these are all things that, you know, I talk to my girlfriends about. So I'm going to talk to you guys about and I just want to share how to have a full life. Because you can have a full life on a very tight budget. I do it every single day. Our family does it every day. We have a ton of fun together. And we learn a lot about each other. And that's just the way that life can be. And it doesn't have to mean you're spending so much money on yourself or on others. It's not always about money. But there are really cool ways to use money to have some fun. So that's what I'm going to be sharing with you guys. Hopefully this little debt-free story uh inspires you in the fact that maybe you didn't have it as bad as I did or maybe you don't have it as bad as I did or maybe you're smart enough to know okay I am in debt I will get rid of the debt but I know I need to do it in a responsible way that won't burn me out so that way I don't give up so you're ahead of the game but this story was shared to remind you that you you may be in a situation where you feel that it was your fault or you feel that there's no way you can get out of it or you feel that there's no way you can tackle finances because you're just not wise enough or smart enough to handle money in the way that it should be handled and treat it the way that it should be treated. And you can, I'm here to tell you, you can, girl. You totally can. I'm gonna teach you how. I'm gonna share my stories and uh, hopefully they will help you and get you to realize that you're awesome and that there are many, many ways to get out of debt, to be wise with money and to learn how to to live a little. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So thank you so much for listening to this episode of A Full Life Podcast. Again, my name is Amira Martin. I am your girlfriend and I'm here to talk with you every week and to share all the things you need to do to live a full life. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.